Hi everyone, this is Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of Naya Beauty. Welcome to Naya Beauty Unfiltered, where I get to sit down and have one-on-one -on -one conversations with beauty and fashion insiders. Today my guest is Yannin from I Dress Myself. Yannin is located in London, England. She's a blogger that showcases her iconic style and a love of fashion, beauty, food, and travel. You can find her on her website at idressmyself.com and her Instagram at idressmyself. How are you? I'm so glad that you're able to join me today. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. You're my um, first person who I'm interviewing. Oh, amazing. I yeah. haven't really um, used Zoom or anything, so I'm still like trying to figure like everything out. <laughs> oh, good. So I'm not the only person. Well, it's our first interview and I'm sure it's going to be fine. After, after a while, I'll get used to it and I'm sure I'll improve. So if I make any mistakes, please forgive me because this is my first. Oh, same here. <laughs> Really, have you done many interviews at all or just um, through Zoom or anything, or is this the first one? Um, I've done interviews before, but it's usually like via email. So I haven't really done any like face-to-face. -face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is our first for both of us. Okay. So yeah. great. So um, my name is Thea, and I'm the founder of Naya Beauty App. And um, I don't want to mess up your name, but um, is it pronounced Yanin? Yanin. Yannin. Okay. Okay, great. That's such a pretty name. So is that, I know that you're Thai. Is that a Thai name or? Yeah, yeah it's a Thai name. Oh, okay. Does it mean anything? It does, but I don't remember what it means. <laughs> <laughs> my mom did tell me like a long story about my name, but I don't think I was listening. <laughs> Isn't that funny that like, because I'm half Korean and names actually mean something, you know, and you need a different language, you know, like Thea doesn't really mean anything, I don't think, but, you know, um, certain Korean names actually like mean something. So I always like to ask like, oh, okay, if you're from a different culture or heritage, does your name like mean anything? So that's kind of interesting, but you're like, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it definitely does mean something, I think, like, really, like, intellectual, but oh. I definitely wasn't listening when my mom was explaining it to me, because it was a really long story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after this, we'll Google it and see what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when I created the Naya app, I was thinking, like, oh, you know, what is it that I wanted to... Um, to achieve and it's like I wanted it to be the new and improved you app and so to shorten it it's named Naya and I thought oh does it even mean anything and it's kind of cool so in Celtic it means um, radiance and beauty and oh, wow. in Korean it means this is me like yeah I. so that was like that's kind of cool I was like oh okay yeah, that's really cool so speaking of meanings and definitions um what do you think um what's the definition of beauty to you um, I think the definition of beauty to me, I know it sounds really cliche, but beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And to me, I think it just means self-confidence. Um, anything that kind of like radiates you and what makes you confident and happy. Right. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, you know how you talk when people talk about a bride on her wedding day, that how she's glowing and she's so beautiful. And I think mm -hmm. it's because she's so happy, right? Like yeah. this is her special day that, 
you know, everyone thinks the bride is so beautiful. I really do believe that it's in the eye of the beholder, but it also it's what happiness and confidence is exuded by the person, right? Because they yeah. talk about like a person who can be so beautiful on the surface, but if inside, if they're just mean and evil or they're not nice, it's just they look ugly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. So um, how do you think beauty has evolved and what propelled it to where it is today? Um, I think it's a lot more of self-expression, um, especially social media has had a massive impact on, on beauty and the beauty industry and how we view beauty. Um, I think nowadays it's really nice to kind of show you like your authentic self and not really hide behind anything. Right. Um, And I think that, yeah, with social media, like whatever you think beauty is, when you post it, someone might agree with you, someone might not. And I think that definitely like had a massive drive on the beauty industry today and like how we do our makeup and like the views of what, you know, the big brands and companies are using as the forefront for their like, beauty campaigns and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can agree with that because, you know, if you think about how social media has played in beauty, um, I think of it that you see so many different women and men, different ages and colors and shapes and sizes. Yeah. And you're used to looking at magazines and this, you know, their models, that was beauty. That was beautiful. And that was what you, one would aspire to be like. But being on social media, you see all these people from different parts of the world and they're beautiful. It's like, why, why weren't they in these magazines? Why weren't they in these like TV shows, right? So it's like, we get to see, you know, different cultures and how they express themselves and what's beautiful in their culture. And it's really eye-opening. So beauty for me has like really evolved into, you know, diversity because of the diversity and being eclectic and not just being one dimensional, what you see in a magazine. So yeah, I really agree with you in the sense of like how social media has played a part of it. Yeah, Yeah. really, it's really kind of opened people's eyes and their concept of beauty and what is beauty. So I know that we're living in this pandemic and this, these times. So did you have to go through quarantine and isolate and during lockdown? Um, I didn't travel anywhere, so I didn't have to quarantine. Um, I don't live like in central London. I live outside. So we have a lot more air and open space. And it actually was pretty nice for us because we could still go outside. Oh, really? Walks. You guys, yeah. You guys were I mean, lockdown? I mean, it was locked down, but we had like still kind of like some freedom because we could still go out. <clears throat> there was, you know, like we have lots of like fields and like wildlife where I live. So we could still go out and appreciate that and like taking fresh air. Um, we weren't like confined in our house for weeks and weeks and weeks, which was quite oh, nice. Okay. So you're kind of outside of London and was the city, they were on lockdown or were, was it more restrictive there? Yeah, definitely more restrictive there. Yeah. Okay. So then the question that I was going to ask you is like a lot of people had to, you know, basically quarantine in their house, you know, during um, the lockdown. And I wanted to ask you during the pandemic, did you learn something about yourself that surprised you? Um, 
Yes. So this is this might be like a really stupid answer, but um, I <coughs> I've always preferred cooking to baking because I think there's so much science that goes into baking. If you mess up like the tiniest little thing, like what what you're baking goes wrong. But in quarantine, I actually did start baking more. Okay. And I, love, I actually do like baking now. <laughs> Are you following instructions to the T to the letter? Yeah. Um, I was making uh, um, these kind of like healthier Krispy Kreme donuts with like almond Ooh, flour. I love Krispy Kreme. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. But I was like, can't eat them every day. So we have to find like a healthier alternative. <laughs> You were baking donuts? So, okay. yeah, I was... Donuts are usually fried, right? And so you were yeah. baking them? Yeah, I was baking them. It was really interesting. And I used, like, almond flour. Really? So yeah. how did you Were they good? Very good. Yeah. They... I mean, I ended up making six of them. I think they were gone within an hour. <laughs> my, my husband was home, too. So whatever I was making, he would be eating, too. So <laughs> I think I had two and he had four. Within, <laughs> <an> hour. <laughs> so you have to make some more. Yeah. I know a lot of people like, um, they turn to like baking and so are like cooking. Um, over here, I'm in San Diego and, um, you know, we had shut down and they, um, you know, they, the people were like going and getting like toilet paper and paper oh, towels. Yeah. So, you know, there was... There, you couldn't find anything like that. But then, oddly enough, you couldn't find flour or yeah, sugar. <laughs> you know, I you order it on Amazon, and I had to wait for so long to get all of my baking supplies. It was weird. I went to the bank, and in this like little shopping center, there's my bank, and then there's the grocery store. And so my banker was like, "Hey, um, what are you doing after this?" I said, "Well, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I was, you know, I'm going to try to." like make a cake with my niece and just get some cake mix. And she's like, can you see if they have flour? Because I can't leave the desk. So will you go and check it out? And I had to call him like, there's no flour. There's no cake mix. There's no frosting. There's nothing. So yeah. it's kind of weird. My friend, she lives in San Francisco and people were leaving sourdough starters around the city and people, and oh. sourdough was like really big. Did you hear about that one? No, but I know everyone started making like some sort of bread. Like I don't know what the whole thing was with sourdough, but my girlfriend who literally doesn't have like a stick of butter in her house, like nothing, she turned like her pantry into a shoe closet, right? So she's like, oh, I'm making sourdough bread because it's so big in San Francisco that it's just, there's all, all these sourdough starters around town. Wow. So, yeah. Baking was really big. So, um, Let's talk about 2020 and the pandemic, which is totally crazy. But you know, when the new year comes around, everyone has like New Year's, um, like a, an intention or, um, you know, like a goal that they have set. Did you set a goal for yourself for 2020? Um, no, I never, ever set goals. Really? Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I have... Um, a fear of commitment this is gonna be really funny I have a fear of commitments uh, and I don't like being let down so I think I think it started a few years ago where I did used to make like new year's resolutions but then 
I never did anything. And then I, and then I ended up being really hard on myself. So for the past few years now, I've kind of just gone into each new year, just like with an open mind. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I, really I was kind of stalking you and I read your stories and you were talking about how you had a fear of commitment and you said that you had signed up for some subscription or something like that. And you, you were like, had an anxiety attack. So like the other, like the next year, a couple days later, you're like, you canceled. You're like, I can't do it. I'm out. Yeah. Cause I, I went into um, a massage place that I go to in LA quite a lot and they just had a, a new subscription service. I think you pay like $50 a month and um, you get, you know, one free massage a month. Um, and if you don't use it that month, you can roll it over. It's like, a, I mean, it's a pretty good subscription service. So like, yeah. Okay. I'll sign up. And then I just went home and I just could not sleep. And it was like on my mind and I was like, Oh my God. But like, what if I don't go next month? And what if I don't go the month after? And then I just have so many like things that just kept building up. So the next day I took an Uber right back and I was like, I'm so sorry. Can I please cancel what I signed up for? Funny. What did they say? (laughs) They were like, yeah, that's fine. No problem. They were just laughing about it with me, but I just felt really awkward going into there and like, I'm so sorry, please can I just cancel it? <laughs> it's kind of funny that you talk about the massage and the subscription. Um, one of my really good friends, she has something like that and she never used it. So she ended up with all of these massages, but I didn't know that. And every time I talked to her, she's like, oh, I got a massage. And like, literally it seemed like for like two weeks, every day she was getting a massage. And I'm thinking like, wow, that's going to be super expensive. And then she's like, no, actually, because all I did was work and I never was able to use these, these like massages that had built up. Yeah. So I literally have like 30 or something massages because like for years, she just kept on paying and never went. So yeah, you're right. It was just <laughs> add up. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to cancel this, but I'm not going to cancel it until I use all of my massages. So that yeah. was her goal. And so literally for about... I would say like almost two to three weeks, she went every day and got a massage. And that's kind of a good life. Yeah, I mean, can't blame her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if you haven't set any goals, um, I guess because of the pandemic, have you adapted in any way? Like, have you made any changes other than wearing masks and hand sanitizer? Have you made any type of changes that you would normally do in your everyday life? Um. I think it's more of kind of like my outlook on work. Um, For the past few years, I have been traveling a lot. And this is the first time where I've been home for so long. And it's so nice because I can now change the mindset. Like I don't need to leave my house to do work. Mm, Like to create content. Because um before I would always love like going outside and traveling and creating content outside my home but I think being home now it's made me kind of like fall in love with creating content at home and just being here and kind of like spend more time like by myself okay okay so then do you find that you are more creative that you have to be more creative since if you were going outside and you were kind of taking advantage of the aesthetic in the exterior and the new places that you go to. So do you find yourself being more creative now that you're home and, and finding things to post and talk about? 
Yeah, definitely. Like it, it's definitely brought me back to kind of like when I first started everything. Um, I started filming and taking pictures from inside my bedroom, like, you know, eight, nine years ago. And it's, I mean, I looked back at it that now and I was like, oh, well, I don't know. I probably should have like changed it up a little bit, maybe like go outside, go to a different place. But then now I'm like, I actually love creating stuff at home. Like it's in my own space where I'm really comfortable. And yeah, I definitely have to think of like different things to do at home, which is quite fun, actually. That might be kind of fun and kind of using the creative juices. So then, okay, going to when you first started, you said eight or nine years ago, what did your family think about it when you started posting and started telling people about your life? Um, oh, gosh, this is a while ago now. Um, my mom... She's very Asian. So she wanted me to be like a dentist or a doctor. <laughs> and I was like, mom, I'm definitely like not that smart. I cannot. Oh, no. I'm like, I am, yes, but like, I am like not book smart. I'm more street smart. Street smart. Um, okay. I think so. I actually dropped out of uh, college over here so over here you go to college for two years and then you go to university um <clears throat> but I went for a year in college I didn't like it I just didn't get on well with like the education system so I dropped out and lit and then I started blogging and like doing you know my YouTube and stuff for the first year that I was out Every single day, I kid you not, my mum would come into my room with a different brochure for like a different college or um, job applications or, you know, study at home, like kind of thing. Like, and I was like, oh, go back to school. Yeah, exactly. She even got um, my um, husband, who was my boyfriend back in the day, like tried to get him like on her side to be like, oh, can you like have a talk with her? Just, you know, tell her to go back to school. <laughs> but I mean bless her she tried you know for like a whole year and then that was when I started getting like paid work and she did my uh, my books so she then oh, could see what I yeah so she was like oh actually it's fine like I think you can support yourself you're fine <laughs> like my mom when we were growing up my brother and I she would just like tell us like hey, you're going to be a lawyer and you're going to be a doctor. Now repeat after me. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. She just like put it into our heads. <laughs> That's how Asian mothers are, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So you're, you're Thai. Were you born in Thailand? Um, yeah, I was born in Thailand. Okay. So is your mother in um, England with you or is she um, back in Thailand or is, is that where your family is? Uh, yeah, she's with me. Um, I only have my mum and my sister in the UK with me and everyone else is back home. Oh, okay. So I noticed in your um, your Instagram and your stories, you're talking about being Thai and that you can understand it, but you can't really communicate it. So do you try to integrate your Thai culture into your um, Instagram, into your blogging? Um, I mean, I haven't really thought much about it, but 
every time I do mention that I am Thai, there's so many people that pop up and say, oh my God, I'm Thai too. And they try to like speak to me in Thai, but I can, I can speak it and I can understand it, but I can't read or write it. And half the time they message me in Thai, like full on paragraphs. And I'm there like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I cannot read it. Like if I was my mum, obviously she can translate for me, but most of the time <laughs> I'm not. Um, but yeah, I, I just try to, I guess, just be my authentic self. And I guess how, a lot, how like my culture would come across is that, I mean, Thailand is known as like the land of smiles. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm always smiling. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a land of smiles. It's like on a massive poster. Like when you fly into the airport, it's, That's I guess, so it's what we're known for. I didn't know yeah. smiles. Okay. That's pretty cool. So then, you know, I'm sure, okay, since your mom is there, do you know how to cook like Thai food? Um, not that well. <laughs> really? Well, I don't know why I'm saying really, as if I know how to speak, I like speak and write and, and cook Korean. So I just talked to one of my best friends from childhood and um, she's Korean. So I'm half Korean and half black and Native American, and she's full Korean, and we actually took a trip to Hawaii together, and, you know, we love Korean food, and what I can make, she can't, and what she can make, I can't, and it's kind of the same thing in speaking, so we went to this Korean restaurant in Hawaii, and the the person, the owner, he couldn't really speak English, and so she and I were both struggling to try to communicate to him, so what I knew, she didn't know, and what she yeah. didn't know, so we were kind of filling in the spots together. (laughs) But it's funny because when he was speaking, we could totally comprehend what he was saying, but we Mm -hmm. really couldn't like, you know, read it or write it or like speak it well enough, you know? So do you go back to Thailand at all? Yeah, I tried to go at least once a year. Um, This year I haven't, unfortunately. Um, But I went last year, last, I want to say January. Okay. Um, I went by myself and just to go and see family. And it was literally like the best time. I miss it so much. Oh gosh. Do you miss traveling at all? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love being at home, but I do miss exploring the world. So, (laughs) okay. So you've explored the world. You, um, you have your family there and then you're married. So how do you balance work and life like private life when your life is on display and your job is to be posting about yourself and taking pictures how do you find that balance um I think I have a pretty good balance I have um I don't know a pretty clear headspace from work and personal life and yes I do post about my life but that is only you know like 20% of my actual life um I think I'm still pretty private in some ways which is what I kind of value. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, and I don't know, I've always been someone who can definitely like separate things. Like even with when I went to school, I would always separate like my school and social life. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends didn't really know what I was like doing outside of school and like what kind of friends that I had because I was like, I don't want to mix two yeah. things together. Um, so I think it's also nice that my husband is not in the creative industry. Oh, so I don't know. He does um, recruitment. Okay. 
Okay. Um, he's like a headhunter. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's nice that I come home and we're not talking about like the industry 24 seven. Like it's nice to have a break. Do you have other friends who are um, bloggers or they're Instagram influencers? Yeah. I mean, most of my friends are in the creative industry. Um, I just have a few that aren't. And it's always so funny to kind of like meet up and catch up with them because they still have no idea what I do for a living. Really? (laughs) Yeah, they don't understand it at all. (laughs) They follow you? Yep. They're just like, you look so glamorous. And then there's the real thing, right? (laughs) But yeah, they they really don't understand what I do, (laughs) Um, which is really funny. So funny. Like we're in 2020 now and I have to explain to them still like how Instagram works. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) But I do have some friends who, um, I have this friend Hillary and to this day, I don't know what she does. And she's like, okay now. And I've known her for like probably like 18 years. Still can't explain. If you ask me right now, what does she do? I don't know. I don't know what she does. And then she's like, come on, try to explain it to me. I'm like, I think it's an accounting. And she's like, yes, but I'm not an accountant. I'm like, and it has something to do with the government. She's like, right, but I'm not part of the military. And I'm like, okay, so you do some type of auditing for government, right? In accounting, she's like, it's close enough, but no. <laughs> she explained it to me. I still don't know. My other friend, she works for some social, like a platform that deals with mental health. I don't okay. know what it is. I don't know what they do. I don't know. It's not for consumers. It's for like yeah. schools and industries. And she's like, I just signed up Disney. And I'm like, to what? I don't know. You know? So I totally get it. I'm going to be your, your friends on the other side. Like, what do you mean you're an influencer? Yeah. Instagram work. Yeah. <laughs> so your husband is not in the creative space. So how do you carve out like private time for you and your husband? Um, it's pretty easy. Like when we come home, we're not, really on our phones unless I have like um a job that I have to post on Instagram at a certain time like I'm pretty good at not being on my phone um yeah which I I know people find that really like surprising but trust me I can not be on my phone for the whole day and be fine you know how you hear about these stories about influencers and they have to like oh before we eat like let me take a picture and then you know and then before you open that door let me take a picture but you're not like that No. Um, and how I noticed that was like when I got together with friends, they would be the ones posting like everything, but I'm there, like I'm ready to eat. I'm like, guys, can I please eat? Um, if I'm out with my mom, she normally, she used to give me like five minutes to take pictures of the food. Um, so that I can have content, but now I'm like, no, mom, it's fine. Let's just eat. Like, I just want to like be here, enjoy the moment and just, you know, catch up. Um, but it come, it came to my notice, like when it was my friend's birthdays and I wanted to t- like post a picture or something of us on social media. And I was like, there is no pictures. Like, do it looks like if you go through my, my camera roll or my phone, it looks like I have no friends because there's, like not many pictures of me and my friends. Um, but then it just made me, <coughs> um, notice more that I actually, I'm so in the moment whenever I hang out with my friends. And I also, if it's my friends that kind of like (coughs) are in the creative industry, but they're not like bloggers or influencers, they understand what I do, but I also don't want to invade like 
their private space too so that I don't really take my phone out mm. when I'm around new people yeah like um I know some friends who don't do social media at all right they're not on social media and then it's like oh when you take a picture they're like are you gonna post like don't add me to your you know your posting you know like they want to keep their private life they want to keep their life private and that's their prerogative and they're right yeah. there are I totally get it that's like you know you want to be in the moment so you don't want to, and plus you don't want to put what you're doing on the other person because they may want to be like private, right? Yeah. yeah. Friends who just, I mean, I'm actually one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Vegas, like my husband and I went to Vegas with some friends and they took pictures and, and then my friend was like, um, you know, she was going to post it. And my husband's like, Hey, you're not going to post that. Are you okay? <laughs> you don't want to be on your like Instagram thing. Yeah. <laughs> so she had, to, she had to take it down. So it's like, it's better. Oh, to <laughs> Okay, so you've made a living out of this. Now, my next question is, all right, if Instagram disappeared and you couldn't be a blogger, what would your career path be? Um, I think it would be... I'd still be behind the camera, so probably like photography in some sense. Yeah, I actually prefer being behind the camera more than being in front of the camera. Oh, really? You like trying to find... Do you like... Yeah. Subjects you like? Pardon? What subjects do you like? Like what type? What do you like? Um, <clears throat> I like photographing people and the places that I visit. Um, usually, if I go on a trip, and especially if it's with my husband, we tend to take so many pictures. Um, and then I come home and I make like these photo books of like all our memories, which is really cool. But yeah, I think I just like documenting um people and places well so you know in your stories it seemed as though i because i was like um doing my research and and i've been following you and then you had a series of um questions where you like well you open it up to questions and it seemed like you were being bombarded with a bunch of questions you're like okay i'm gonna go back to the questions because the questions are still coming through all right and i really want to try to answer your questions so is there or was there something that you revealed about yourself that really surprised your, your viewers? Um, to be honest, I always think it's like either my height or my age. Everyone gets really like surprised. Okay. Um, what, I, what do they think it is and what is it really? So they either think I am really young or I'm like really old and have kids which is like a total opposite. There's nothing in between. Um, and then they also think that I am super tall, but I understand that because the way that I take pictures is at an angle. So it makes my legs look longer. But yet the age thing, <coughs> the age thing always makes me laugh. Well, I guess, you know, like with Asians, you know, I don't know about Thai, but like with Korean women, you know, they're like, they look so young for so long. And then all of a sudden there's like an explosion and it's like, what happened? And they look super old, right? Like, like that. <clears throat> and so I can see like them not really being able to, you know, appropriately age you kind of like, cause you don't know with an Asian person. Yeah. You know, that's true. <laughs> I'm just talking to Shanae, my, my girlfriend last night. And she's like, I'll do you proud when I come to visit you. Cause I still look good. Cause she's, you know, she's full Korean and I'm like, you look fine. Just, just, just calm down. You look fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they always talk about beauty and makeup 
um, helping a woman feel confident, right? And exuding confidence. How do you think that relates when your face is being covered by a mask? I don't know. I think you can still kind of project everything you want to with your eyes. Um, okay. Yeah, I, th- I mean, that's like the first thing that I noticed <laughs> about everyone is their eyes. Right. And I can always tell like if someone's smiling or if they are confused or anything like through their eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, you can still um, show your personality. Right. Because I think that when people use makeup, it's like an expression of themselves. Right. Especially yeah. of um, how they're feeling in that moment. Like I'll use a red lip if I'm tired because I'm trying to boost myself up psychologically, you know, yeah. and then it gives me kind of power. And so I found that it's like, well, I guess for me, I'm wearing makeup for me rather than others, you know, them seeing me, it just, it kind of just boosts me up so that if I'm feeling like kind of low key, it's really kind of funny. Like I'll, I'll have my makeup match, like how my mood is. Do you do that? Sure. Yeah. But that's also like how you would dress also. Right. Right. It is kind of funny that like with mascara, I'll find it with, cause I don't wear a lot of product, a lot of makeup, but I'll use mascara and then some like, maybe like a lip stain or something. And if I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm kind of going out to the grocery store, but I kind of want to look like I'm not crazy. So I'll just like do a little bit of mascara, but then if I'm going out, I'm like doing mascara. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Where do you think beauty is going to go in the future? Um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, I think from last year to this year, we're seeing a lot more people like getting a lot more experimental with their makeup um, to really showcase like their personality. Um, And I really like that. Like it's definitely nice to see something that's not traditional or like what's trendy in makeup and just people really experimenting with what they are comfortable with. So do you like to experiment and take risks? Sometimes. If if like if I'm feeling you know adventurous or like um like I just want to have fun, then sure I'm I'm up for like a bold lip or you know I'll put some like fake lashes on um like a different color eye but most of the time I'm pretty easygoing. So I don't tend to do that much. So to your fans, um, what's the most common question you get from your fans? Ooh. I think it's actually how me and my husband met. A lot of people, I mean, um, I I don't know. (coughs) I've always posted about him, but I guess I never really like, opened the door for people to ask questions but then I think since I did like the Q&A sessions um a few days ago like I was very surprised by how many people send in the questions because I've done those before and like five people sent me questions and I was like oh my god this is embarrassing because I don't even want to answer because there's like five questions and I see all my friends and they have like hundreds of questions and people like really interested and I'm like my gosh, like, do I even bother, like, trying to do another Q&A? Um, <laughs> and then 
I did it obviously the other day and yeah there were so many questions about him and like how we met which is quite nice I guess it's um people wanting to kind of get to know your private life yeah because there's that one side of you that we see that you post and you look totally glamorous and like the clothes and the fashion look you know beautiful so it's kind of like oh is she a normal person and yeah what is what is she like behind the scenes and so tell us what's your average day like um well since the pandemic (laughs) um i wake up i have my cup of tea um make my breakfast um i watch cartoons right I'm 25 and I still watch cartoons every single morning. I think it just sets my mind. Hmm? What kind of cartoons? I watch like SpongeBob. I watch Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. So like I watch it every morning. It just sets my mind right. I think it just makes me feel like very happy, clears my head and it sets me off like on a good start for the day. Um, And then I'll go through emails. um, I'll probably film, (coughs) film something for my YouTube, edit that. Um, By the time I finish editing, it's usually time just to like clean the house. Um, And then I make dinner and then my husband comes home and we watch TV together. Does he watch Does Does he watch cartoons with you? Sometimes on the weekends. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> does he watch Scooby Doo with you? Yeah, wow. I mean, like we we both are like pretty big kids, but I I am the bigger child. Um, so yeah, I'll watch cartoons and sometimes if he's around um in the morning like he'll he'll watch it with me he has no issues with it he actually kind of enjoys it (laughs) i love cartoons i know it's it's like when i used to go to the gym i love family guy and american dad (laughs) i love those cartoons and i'll go to the gym and if it's on i'm kind of embarrassed because i'll have like you know like they'll show like the screen where you can watch tv while you're on the treadmill and the family on and it's like other adults are like working out with me i'll be kind of embarrassed like I'm actually watching a cartoon. <laughs> what be? It's like the best thing. I know. I think it just like taps the inner child. I think I love it because it taps the inner child in me and it just, you can totally escape and it like puts you back into like a happy place. And then, yeah. yeah, there's like adulting where you have to work, but I love that. I mean, there's not a lot of people that actually will admit, you know, that yes, I watch cartoons because they, oh my God, they should like, it's nothing to be ashamed of at all. I know. I love it. Um, okay. So in closing, what's one thing that you can't wait to go back to after this pandemic? Ooh, I think traveling. I do. Yeah. I miss being on the plane. On the plane? On the plane, you know, looking out the window. Um, just exploring new places. Okay. Yeah. So what's the first place you're going to go to? No, like, it's probably going to be back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm there a lot usually, but I mean, I miss my friends that are over there. And it's not the same, like, we, we FaceTime all the time, but it's not the same as, like, actually, like, being there. 
Right. Um, I know it's like a better person, right? Yeah. So when's the last time you were in LA? March, just before lockdown, I think. Okay. Yeah. So the beginning of March. Yeah. This place is going to be in LA. Yeah. When do you think, okay, so are you going to wait until there's a vaccine or are you just going to say, you know what? I've waited long enough. I'm going to go for it. I don't know. I think the smart choice would be wait, <coughs> wait for the vaccine. Um, Cause I mean, at the moment um, we can't physically go into the U S anyways. And I don't think the borders are going to open up for a while. Um, so I think, they'll probably make us like take a vaccine or like do some sort of COVID test before we are allowed to like fly over there. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's pretty much all the questions I had and uh, gosh, it like the time just flew by. It's so cool. Yeah, it did. I'm like, okay. It felt like I was talking to a friend. That was so easy. Yeah. It was so lovely to speak to you. It was so nice to speak to you and I'm so happy that, you know, you like the concept of the app and you agreed to talk to me um, today. And so we're going to be um, highlighting this on our Instagram page. I'm so excited. This is like oh my God, amazing. exciting for me because we're going to be releasing the app like probably in a few weeks and I'd love to have you like, kind of beta test it, you know, yeah, really cool. Uh, go through it and, and let me know what your thoughts are. Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a lovely, what's it, afternoon or evening over there? Um, it's kind of evening time now. <laughs> yeah, nearly five soon. I made dinner. It's like, mm, okay, on to work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I hope you have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. For more of this interview, make sure to go to our YouTube channel at Naya Beauty App. Thanks for tuning in to Naya Beauty Unfiltered. Make sure you subscribe to our channel at Naya Beauty App and follow us on Instagram.